Soundbites Radio is your source for candid discussion aimed to create a world that's inclusive, spiritually connected, living in love, peace, joy, harmony, and abundance now. Content ranges from social justice to racial equity, religion, arts, culture, and more.
This is Soundbites, the Snatch and the Radio. Oh, Black consciousness is the claim, one world is the aim. Um, bring you the conversations pertinent to our diasporic experience, oh, our human shit. experience, so that we can move forward within a better world and a better human condition. I'm Hasir Khan Neferah. This is Neferah to my to Ra. My closer. You heard? Your thing. On the podcast, which is, we can start start the uh, broadcast off proper letting you know yes that the podcast is officially live and direct on spotify so go follow us on spotify live in your ears in your traveling things right. things so you probably yes, those family. probably hearing this audio when you get the podcast you'll hear this i mean telling give people thanks that. and share the, um, link, and share the family. link family um, share the link and so yeah go follow us sound bikes international radio on spotify we are live and direct um, getting getting more of the shows up together, so but you follow the whole journey from the beginning. Um, it's available now for now. your listening pleasure. Crispy, uh, nice and crispy. <laughs> and um, we in here, family. We in here, family. Um, it's been it's it's um not gonna lie, it's been been a heavy week. Oh, um, on this end, um, we're dealing with a lot of loss. Um, those who I lost my grandmother this past week. Um, so it's it's been kind of like a roller coaster of emotions for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of like just so you know, a, a good, not good amount, but like a, such an amount of friends that have lost loved ones this past week as well. Like you know, a few friends that lost. Shouts out to, again to our sister Audrey, um, who's, who's part of singing the theme song, well, not a theme song, um, who lost her mother. So you're lifting her up high. Uh, who lost her mother to COVID nineteen this week. Um, so our prayers are with you, sister, as well. Um, um, Shouts out to your sister Mia, who, who, who lost um, a grandparent as well this week to COVID. Um, quite a few people who lost a brother, Wayne, and, and, and his wife, uh, who lost um, her father to COVID. Um, and the brother is currently fighting COVID. So we want to send mm-hmm. prayer, prayers up to him. Prayers up to that fam, to to Wayne and, and Carrie and their family as well, lifting you up in this time. Um, just a lot, you know. Of course, our sister Velma as well, um, and um, lost her brother, last, her brother last week as well to COVID. So, for you know, for those that need assurance right now or some type of like um, confirmation about this thing, this this thing is happening. This thing is real. Um, people are losing people. People are, are fighting for their lives out here, um, regardless of anything else about social engineering or, or biological warfare, anything like that. We don't put it past anything that's happening. Absolutely but in the end of the day, it's also happening. Um, people are being affected and impacted. Um, right. And it's and, you know, and I'm not one to always want to, to take anything for granted, like things aren't happening or what have you. But it definitely, even just more and more when it hits closer and closer to home, it's just it, it becomes really more emotionally and spiritually draining. Um, Unfortunately, I can't confirm whether or not my grandmother was susceptible to it, and, and because of the heightened scare, especially within New York, the you know word is that people don't—they're not touching people, they're not even touching people to find out. They're too scared to even find out through autopsies and things like that if people have it. Um, I know from what it sounds like, she had two of the symptoms from what I've heard, of based off what I know. Um, so, and it, and at this point, you know, it's just in the air things are happening so we just need to be covered be protected be safe out here don't be irrational um don't have to be with anybody unnecessarily or breathing in space or feel like you you too cool for you know protection be safe out here 
um, protect your loved ones, protect your, your elders, protect your young, protect everybody, because no one is susceptible, right? Um, so, uh, I mean, I mean, hate to, you know, personally hate to start the show off with anything too too somber or what have you, but it's just, um, I feel like I just want to get it out there. Um, and, but also in, in the means of being responsible for like having be a constant reminder, it's no joke. Your life is no joke. Humanity is no joke. Your people, like dealing with your people and love on your people. We say this all the time. Love upon your people. Love upon your as community. As much as you can. As much as you can. Do not be foolish for the sake Tomorrow of selfishness. Tomorrow is not promised to us. So, um, again, lifting up everybody in this time with prayers and, 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 and positive energy and, and support as well. Um, and like I said, we're going through you know our healing here as well. Um, but we come here to, to be with you people, you know, be with you, the family, and, and, the and, family. Be, and lift you up as well. That's so also this, fortifying. So just don't worry, this won't be the entire premise of the show, though we'll still be you know, having conversations you know always. It's just what it is. But here. just wanted to sh- be transparent and share with you, family, off the top, um, where the energy's at, right? Right. Um, so, but um, holding love high. And, I sure um, always. Yeah, I don't know if Nefra, if you have anything you want to say. Or like yeah, well, it's um, this is definitely we're, we're uh, a bit, just, so a just a quick listen, family. Yeah, because we we have it. Yeah, it's, oh, it's man, been a chicken day, noodle so soup just, up in here, and uh, just yeah. everything just kind of ran in together. We had some conference calls earlier. Um, we do our everybody. Buddhist meeting on on the um on the Monday also, um, and that was pushed up. So please, thank you for coming in. Uh, also, share the link with your on your page with family and friends in your groups and in your networks. Because we are a trusted source for the authentic African-centered consciousness conversation, that is in fact our tagline. Yes. Didn't say it. Yes, we did. We did. Yes. You said it by yourself. I didn't say. It. Okay. So she got to say it. Let her say it. And we continue. <laughs> Black consciousness is proclaimed. <laughs> One world is the aim. So it's always <laughs> an effort to fortify. I missed the beat right there. See, I was busy doing the busying. Um, and if I didn't say it, black consciousness is the claim, claim one, one world, world is the aim. aim. I, you know, I'm honestly not even being in the space to recall right now. I always feel like I, I do. I felt like you jumped in there. But it's okay. I feel like I did jump in there. Um, so. Yeah, you did jump in there. We love you. I apologize. Love you. So, um, But listen, family, share the link. We must have these conversations. Um, share your comments. Thank you, Tangie, coming yes. in from Connecticut. Peace, Peace Brother Mario, you. as well. Thank appreciate you, Sister you Carol. Yes, give thanks, Thank y'all family. for coming in. Please share Please the share combo. The Please with share us. the conversation. Um, we try to structure the conversation so that they are a critical thinking piece, right? <clears throat> they are a critical thinking piece, but they are also a call to action piece. Mm-hmm. They are a critical thinking and a call to action. You don't get to pass through this life experience without being uh paying rent for your life experience and space for taking up space during this space and time with the family you are you matter and your vibration matters you were put here for a specific reason and here african we're going to support you in ensuring that you get to actually be with that purpose that was your divine birthright before you got here so um along these social landscapes that we discuss and different things that are impacting our spiritual frequency and vibration in this earth's landscape yeah we discuss the things because those are things that change our behaviors our actions and our frequency and vibration so uh, we do discuss the social context, and we try to go macro, not micro. Mm-hmm. So we try to not, we try not to go symptomatic. We try to go into the bigger picture, yeah. so that we can expand beyond our 
personal interactions with these life experiences and they are impacting us as we are people, yes? And we are social individuals and we are moving about the Earth's planet and we're having these social interactions and they are impacting us in such a way. But if we can look at the experience from a macro, um, maybe we can give us a little bit of drive yeah. to have it be a little bit of self-discipline and a little perseverance and a little push through so that we can get on to the next level, family, yeah. because it's going to take a little bit of push through, babes. And may, and may I also add that it, it makes it just a more potent fight because um, a lot of what we go through history when it comes to like, you know, fighting oppression or what have you is very, is very much like symptomatic. Like, oh, like the, the powers that we always throw something in our faces to have us like battle with that while they continue to do their diabolical There you go, stuff. like we're doing now. Like we, we constantly doing, whether it's like battling, thinking about a Donald Trump. Cause to, like in, in all personal opinion, like I've always seen this whole Donald Trump thing or a president thing as that's still like a symptomatic issue. He's just yes, somebody put is. in place to keep the shenanigans going. Gosh, while you busy being mad at him and like, and, and the dumb shit that he's doing, he's just a, he's, he's literally the, 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 the puppet at the end of the strings of what's going what's going on in, on the bigger spectrum of things. He doesn't know what he's doing, and he's he's being herded along to do his fuckery because people think it's great entertainment. He's been an entertainer since forever, so like, and we constantly being entertained with what he does. Because yeah, at the end of the day, you know, on the, on the outside looking in, we're we're seeing it as he's affecting lives and hurting people. But he's also an, an extension of what the the basis of what this this, this country was founded on, which is racism, the you know profit over people, um, capitalism, and like you know this corporatocracy, you know mm-hmm. all the, and 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 using people to as bargaining chips to get to the better the better bang. There's the, there's no care for what the people are, who the people are as humans, and that's what we, that's what we've dealt with for centuries in this country. It's nothing new. Donald Trump is nothing new. Donald Trump is a symbol no, of, the right. bigger, of the bigger He's picture. A so, so in order for us to be better and be more valiant about fighting the system, we have to always constantly look to the system as a source versus the little minions that the system sends out for us to like pick and pick. And Unnecessariness pick and a waste of time. Blessings, brother Eric. We see you. Um, oh, thank thanks, you for God, us. for you coming in. Yes, Give thanks, beloved. We um, got you this week. Yay! Okay, <laughs> we was on point, beloved. Yeah. Share the link. Yes. Bring your family in, tag a friend, join the conversation. We're also on Spotify, so you can also yeah, find we're us on Spotify now. International Radio on Soundbite, so we can be up in your ear and things while you're moving around doing That's your beloved shade. things. Yeah. Give thanks. So I was actually getting ready to jump into, um, so Hasir's grandmother, uh, he lost his mom and his grandmother, his great-grandmother, and now he's losing his mom. So in his family, his grandmother, I'm sorry, his grandmother. So in his family, these are the three matriarchs of his family who, um, uh, his, has a small knit family. He didn't have any siblings. So now it's him and his mother's brother, his uncle. Yeah. They have some extended family members as time goes on through life. You know, sometimes you reach out and you try to find lost cousins <clears throat> and things like that. So, yeah. um, that's now becoming a thing over the past 10 years or so yeah. have been starting to explore that space. But really they were in this small little silo, this little For family. a very long time. Like this, you, you hit the nail on the head as far as like the last family. decade or so. Yeah. It's expanding out. Um, it really was, um, and I'm sure you're going somewhere. No, with go, ahead, go ahead. Hold Sorry. it. Um, but just, yeah, it's, it's really, it's been a challenge to be um, grown up within a, a, a maternal household for pretty much all of my life. Um, you know, my father wasn't around. Um, and uh, so, you know, I lost my great-grandmother first, beginning of the of the 2000s. And then I lost my mother not too long afterwards. Um, 
and then you know, like I said, just recently it was my grandmother's this past week. So, um, and and I don't and that you know I haven't really connected with the whole cycle of the situation until like more right. recently. How <laughs> I'm going through a lot to like really look at this whole situation. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but it's it's important to like understand and, and be with that matriarchal piece. Um, especially since I have siblings. So when I say, so all my friends, I consider like friends, I mean it. Um, so it, it really, all that holds weight to me, like very greatly. Mm-hmm. When I say friend, oh, um, shit, when I, if I call you family, I mean it. Um, you know, because I did grow, I grew up, I had a great childhood, but relationships I do value greatly. Um, so, yeah, I'm, 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 forgive me, I'm, I'm not sure if we'd like no, go ahead, continue to, to go with it. No, continue to go okay. with it. I just wanted to, just touch on that. Well, like, yeah, the, the magnitude, so we understand yeah, the magnitude. The, gra- the, gra- the gravity of um, it. And the gravity of what this loss is creating. And I, I want to footnote something really quickly, family, because, right, we don't want to go with the, the, the conspiracy theories or what have you, but, mm-hmm. you know, when you're using your intuition and you're using your higher consciousness and your God-given abilities that are centered inside of your spirit, that those seated things, the reality of watching uh, Bill Gates, what was it, a couple of years ago, do a talk where he said something. In the yeah, Everybody's been sharing this clip lately. Five years We're going to reduce the population by 15%. We'd, we'd be doing great if we reduce the, uh, we're going to get into the conversation of, of for tonight, but he said we'd be doing great if we can reduce the human population on the planet by 15%. What do you mean? Like, did you connect with what that meant? That means we're going to get rid of 15%. I didn't look on the world clock today, but I generally look on the world clock because I do my prayers and my meditations, and I center the love over the billions of uh, people, nearly nearly uh, a billion people over the planet, excuse me, almost 8 billion people over the planet, um, to, to, hold, to, to, to cover their spirit and to cover them in a way that is like powerful impact, right? Powerful impact, shifting energy, and creating a space that is cohabitable and in harmony and in balance, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> so, um, a matter of fact, let me just go ahead and look at that world clock right now really quickly and look at the world population. Blessings to you, Brother Eric. Oh, uh, again, like, brother, uh, losing your father um, you know, on, on the 8th. So, we're, our prayers eighth? are with you. Yes, April 8th, uh, oh, Brother Eric said he lost his father. Um, so, we're sending our prayers up and our shades to you and your family as well. <sighs> Damn it, man. It's just like... It's crazy. It's much. It's much. Just much. But but um, that's that brings to the point where okay, so the current world population um, is seven billion seven hundred seventy nine million one hundred seventy four thousand three hundred seventy four five six seven eight nine um, lives plant souls on the planet right now. Oh, and it's crazy because the numbers like trickling. They keep going up, up and down. They go up and down because people, people are, are dying. Are being born. That's so um, it's really interesting. I want you to look when you get a chance in your in your space because sometimes we're looking at our own situation, and this is a really humbling experience to look at the people that I can't see. I don't know them, um, and then this clock is probably still relative because all people on the planet are not accounted for. Mm. Uh, because there are tribes give thanks to the universe for protecting them that live in mountains and caves and villages mm. and communities that have been untouched by anyone. Mm. And I'm so glad for those types of communities out here in the world, wherever they happen Holding to be, strong. and protect them and hold it strong. Because we can't say the same for the Tasmanian people, mm. um, who after had contact with Europeans, no longer existed on the planet. Completely mm. annihilated that entire genetic <clears throat> line of the human family. It's gone. Done. So give thanks for them. So at this moment, there's 
seven billion seven hundred seventy nine million one hundred seventy four thousand five hundred and fifty five six seven eight nine sixty souls on the planet. And counting and counting and counting okay. and taking away and counting. So <clears throat> we can say that when a Bill Gates says something like we want to reduce the world population by fifteen percent, those are people. Like it's not like a spreadsheet. It's not fifty. Oh, we're gonna have fifteen percent reduction in, in in human resources. We're gonna mm -hmm. reduce our lean management, and we're gonna mm -hmm. like all the the corporate talk and then all the the poo poo and the things that they do From in boardrooms. Yeah. This man stood up in front of a room full of I don't know how many people because it never showed a pan of the space he was in, but it showed him on stage walking back and forth very confidently, very arrogantly, and just very as a matter of factly talking about reducing the human family by fifteen percent. That was Hesia's grandmother. Yeah. That was Eric's father. That was uh, Audrey's mother, right? That was the people that we know and love. And these are our elders, in fact. Mm -hmm. So the hardest being hit at this moment are mm -hmm. people over 60 years old. Mm -hmm. Do you the understand what it means? In African culture, we keep our old people. We don't mm -hmm. get rid of our elderly. Mm -hmm. We need them to give us guidance. Mm -hmm. We need them to pour onto us their vision and their wisdom. Yeah. We don't want to give up our elders in our community family. No. And so many of us to this day, two or three generations, are not valuing our elders to, like the way that we should. It's not the same anymore. It's not the same. I am in absolute awe and shock of some of the things that are happening and that goes on within our society, the way that we treat our elders. It's mm. not okay. But what we're, what we're seeing, and, and give thanks because we have Charles Barron and his wife, Inez Barron, East New York councilman and assemblywoman um, out there in East New York who recovered from COVID who are both over 65. Mm -hmm. They went in the hospital or were diagnosed, went in the hospital, recovered, and came out. Yeah. Uh, revolutionary spirit, but burrowing through this physical plane right now. Yeah. Um, and speaking truth to power on a very regular basis. Mm -hmm. uh, we were in his leadership program and also in service to that community for some years before we moved out here uh, to Newark. So give thanks for that. And family, we, we're talking today about, um, that's going to segue us into our conversation. So please share the link, family. Mm -hmm. We see you out there hearting it up. We yeah, have we're a doing a check-in right now, but you know, we're, we're getting into it as well. Yeah, give thanks. We're doing the check-in. We are. Uh, we have a little bit of a different setup than we did last week because something was happening. It was glitching with the yeah. whatever the five G foolishness or whatever the uh, back end stuff that, that was. I don't even want to feed we don't know what the heck was going on. You know, we 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 got jokes or what have you. It was you. being funky, but you know, it definitely was working so. weird. But this is definitely a better, better Way situation, better, better setup. Know. But I don't actually have my phone to be able to see the comments. So um, we're getting them little by little right now. I'm actually on yeah. the check in right now still. But we're gonna look at today's comment. And our, today's today's topic is... Yeah, thanks, Sister Ayana. Thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. How has hatred towards African people, where did it come from? Why is it here? Mm -hmm. And we're going to reverse engineer that conversation. Yeah. Why do we also internalize it so, yeah, as African people? That's the point. Yeah. So that that is the point for today's, is how <clears throat> we're going to reverse engineer it. Because I find that having this African conversation, since we're solution-based thinkers here, we're trying to build and be of value to the community and to the landscape, we want to try to find ways to help us break free bondage breakers mm -hmm. from some of these things that don't really work to support the landscape of a powerful quality of life. I know that we, and I, and I want to I put something in a frame for you. We've been surviving our circumstances, mm -hmm. in my opinion. That's my personal assessment. Some people can say, well, it could be worse. 
Well, I'm not here for piecemeal. I'm not here for, I. Right, it's all right. You know, we ain't doing that bad. Yeah. We are surviving through our experiences, and we are thriving through them. Mm. That doesn't mean that we're doing well. That doesn't mean that we are doing good. My scorecard is on a we conversation. We. How are all of us doing? How is the village doing? How are our people doing? We are not doing well. I've been saying mm. to you, African, our house is on fire. We are in the thick of it right now. Mm-hmm. It's happening to us in this very moment. We are mm-hmm. not fortified, and we are extremely vulnerable. Yeah. Okay? Um, and there are things that we could have done, things that we could do, can't cry over spilt milk, but things that we could do moving forward to yeah. fortify ourselves and acknowledge that this is real. And African, you're just not um, the popular one. You're just not like, it, uh, but, but that's somebody else's impression of you. Mm-hmm. You are valid and you matter. So let's discuss, let's reverse engineer where hatred towards the African, where did white-centered consciousness come from? Where did it, why is it here? Yeah. So that's the prompt for tonight. Drop in your comments. Yeah, we'll let us you know what you think. give you guys a couple of minutes to drop in some comments. The question is share the link, tag some folks, heart it up, be with us. This is the community building session. This is what we do. You can trust us to hold space for your highest possibility mm-hmm. up in here. Because let me tell you something. We care about us. We, <clears throat> Ubuntu, the unified conversation of all African people mm-hmm. and the entire world's landscape. Because when African people, when we put things in order, everything else works in harmony. And if one of us is sick, all of us is all sick. All of period. us is sick. Period. And we got some sick folks in our community, and we have some things that we need to tighten up on so that we can fortify ourselves, African. Mm-hmm. So let's fortify today. And it doesn't matter how I'm presenting this thing. Folks have this conversation with the blackness, and that's what I call the white brain. So what we're going to do today is we're going to look at the thing critically. How did hatred towards African people arrive? Where did it come from? Why is it here? Why is it still here? Why, what was the mechanism that this thing was created for? Because John and Jane Q. Public is behaving in such a way, John and Jane Q. White person public has no idea what's going on, and yet they still function in step. And African people, since we talked about last week, that we as a culture of people don't really behave in, in ways that are impactful to our us conversation and make the decisions that are impactful that will support our greatest good. In large, by and large, contextually, we do not do that. And very many of us do not actually find ourselves a party to solutions for our concept of community. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we want to examine <clears throat> where did it come from, why is it here? Arik has a comment. Yes, Brother Arik says the hate for Africans comes from jealousy. Nature hates whites, so they hate nature and everything connected to it. Okay. Okay, Eric. So, check this out. That would be an opinion. Somebody would say that's an opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay? Someone would say that's also perspective. I appreciate your comment. Thank you for sharing. You want to keep this going, right? So, from a scientific perspective, we could say they don't like us. Mm-hmm. We could say they're jealous of us. Mm-hmm. They would say, no, we're not. You're monkeys. We don't give a shit about you. That's why your life doesn't matter. And they'll stamp on a baby's head as they cut it out of the mother's stomach. As they pull her out of a slave ship. Mm. She doesn't matter. So we don't have we don't have to be jealous of you because we don't we don't think anything of you. Mm. We're like swatting a roach. You know how you know how fast you swat roaches? When I became a Buddhist, you're not supposed to kill anything. All living creatures matter. Yeah. So you're supposed to take roaches and push them out the house. You're supposed to get the flock the, the spider and take them and throw them out the window. You're not supposed to kill any living thing because all living things 
are divinely ordered in my Buddhist practice. Okay? But the same way you swat a roach is the same way white-centered hatred towards Africans shows up in the world. Okay? When Mike Brown, 18-year-old black boy, unarmed, silly as can be, Trayvon Martin, 15-year-old, simple little kid, coming to the store for some Skittles and a Arizona mm-hmm. with a baby face when Emmett Till, 14 years old, looked like he would cry if you shot at him. White woman said he was whistling at her in 1955. While, they, while you watch the news every day, just like right now, you watch TV and you see black folks get into these interactions with these police. You mean to tell me this baby, who probably lived a very sheltered and churchy type of lifestyle, nineteen fifty four, decided that he had to get a piece of this sexy, sexy, built like a brick shit house white woman down to really? And and then she ends up in her eighties deciding to retract that statement. Well, Mind you well and past the whole situation. The two grown white men that beat this baby senseless mm-hmm. and tossed his body into a river after they shot him. Mm. So first they tortured him, beat him, tortured him, then shot him, and then th- dumped his body into a river. Right. Right? So that's what I'm talking about right now. That is what I'm speaking about. And John and Jane Q. Public white people don't really believe that they have anything to do with that conversation because they said we like white people. Matter of fact, my niece is married to a black man. Matter of fact, I have biracial cousins. Right. Matter of fact, you know, um, my best girlfriend from college and all her kids are at my house every weekend. And that's why I think like a responsibility conversation really gets to take place because it's not taking place in that. Because you know, you, because what's was biological become you know aside from like looking at history and like I, that's not part of me. That's I wasn't that white person. Or I right. wasn't that person that did that. That that's was right. them. And I don't I don't feel that way. I have black friends that's X right. Y and Z. Mm-hmm. That you you you're the the fact of the reality of not being holding yourself as part of the lineage, as part of the culture right. that still created that situation, mm-hmm. then that means you're taking away accountability. Mm-hmm. And that means that, you know, there's nothing that can be done about erasing that part of history. That's right. Because as long as long as that part of history is still attached to you in culture and in, 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 in phenotype and like in, in ethnocentrism and, and you know what? Uh, yeah. Epigenetics. Like, as long as that's the best part of your makeup is still part of you. Again, once if one of us is sick, all of us, all are, of sick, us are sick. Right. So if you take if you if you change I to we, you change illness into wellness. So that's the only way that we can we can really get free. Let's so, do it, On both ends, right? Let's do it. Because in a sense, like like white people still aren't aren't per se free in like spiritual in in, in, in that sense with having this be part of your history. And we, especially as oh, black no. people, you are got not. to break those chains yeah, too, folks. You got to break the chains. <laughs> yes, it looks different. It looks different. It does. Ours looks way more traumatic in a sense. Um, well, but you know, other... somebody would say, you know, some white person who say I don't have nothing to do with that will look at that experience and be horrified by the things that their people did, which is happening. Yeah, we've ha- I've had this conversation with white folks over the course of my life and had white folks in tears, just breaking yeah. down, like absolutely losing their shit and wanting to do something they could about not, it. Couldn't, and they just was furious, and they walked out into the system and was like, "I want to beat somebody's ass. What's going on? I'm taking <laughs> names and writing letters," and they Get couldn't the fix it. Bitches. <laughs> they couldn't fix it. It was just the two yeah, of them. They right. couldn't fix it. What could they do? But my point I'm trying to say is if you met me and you're a white person, you're not going to get by that easy. I got an issue with white folks who have who have black spouses, who have African people in their families, who are intermingling this space, and these mm. white people that are in your space, you have access to them, and you have not had an authentic conversation. I ain't say take them to school. 
And I say take them to school because I don't have to take you to school. If you're in my space, you're going to share my experiences because that's what you call an authentic relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay? If I got to put a mask on to be in your presence, I don't need to be around you. Arik has a comment. Yeah. I was about to read that. His brother Arik says, yet they're unwilling and unable to relinquish their privilege or power and create a level playing field. And that's something that's like an, an intrinsic, like epigenetic nature True. there. Like, like to not, not even connecting with that still, that that part exists. Right. I mean, clearly there's, there's, there's well-to-do white folk that don't even realize like white privilege is a thing. They hear, they may hear it. They may like, they laugh at they, that thing. They may like, oh, but literally there's many that don't even believe it exists or it's made up or it's like a, like a, a, a fable or a fairy tale. But like it's so it's even connecting with the fact that that even exists because it is a fact that it exists because by virtue of way, the way the system is set up for for white people Eurocentric people mm-hmm. for white skinned people to excel by virtue of that you being born into it with that you benefit from whatever comes from that okay. and anyone anyone of of a, of a darker or melanated or of Afri- African um, diasporic background a descendant. Um, especially those who were descendants of those who became slaves in America. Right. This system is just not for you. It's not built for you. There's no broken system. The system was just not designed for you. It was never designed with us in mind being human and considered as such. So is there's no, so this system, everything operates as it's supposed to operate because you weren't the intended um, participant, you weren't the intended member of there this society. There you go. Well, you, you weren't were even in- intended to be a member. You were intended to exactly. be a hired help. Matter of fact, not even hired. You were just here as an accessory. And I mean, they might have just dropped arsenic in our water supply and just killed us all off when they was done with us. Like, let's think about it. Sister Diana says, um, I'm basically of the Dr. Francis Welsing school mm-hmm. of thought regarding their behavior. They do it for their own genetic survival. This is not to dismiss their mm-hmm. behavior, mm-hmm. but if we were in their inferior genetic position, we would do the same thing. If we were ever to band together and protect our resources, they would cease to exist and be relevant. It's definitely like a fight for survival. And when you think about the global landscape, they are the minority. The, the, they Euro, are the minority. The Euro, Europe, European genetic base mm-hmm. is the minority mm-hmm. across the globe. Um, so, and and, mm-hmm. and, and and there's a subconscious understanding of that because then it shows up even in, even in you know, those that you, you hold dear or friends or what have you, it shows up in certain behaviors and certain th- thought processes. Which is epigenetic. Which is epigenetic. Uh, you know, a lot of times you can't necessarily, you know, Fault them per se because, like you said, it's 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 genetically encoded, just like our trauma is genetically right. encoded as well. All of it's genetically encoded, and some but some may dismiss it and you know uh, adapt to a cognitive dissonance around the existence of these things taking place within the human landscape, especially in the idea that you somehow down your genetic line contributing to tra- trauma of peoples and humans, um, in other horrific, people in a, in a horrific, horrific manner. manner. Exactly. So they're, 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 that's why it's so many pieces to unlock. Cognitive dissonance. So it's them unlocking that, because it's not even at this point up to us really to help them unlock it. No. We've, we've done till we're blue in the face. They have to accept that this is a part of a historic narrative. And what do you now have to get to do to reverse that and change it? It's not, it's not up to us anymore. What is up to us as African peoples, diasporic peoples, is to be diligent um, around our healing, mm-hmm. around our understanding of where our trauma exists. That's right. And how do and we get to it. work together to address it and heal it and break free of the chains of those of that trauma from, that have ailed us for centuries and centuries. And ailed us, mm-hmm. usually, obviously, it's like a very light term. But, like, 
how do we it address is a, it? It is a big, a huge and impediment. And we fight, we, we fight tooth and nail to avoid it because the truth is so painful. No one wants to yeah. believe. Again, yeah. just like how white people may see it, black people as well don't don't want to believe that their existence, essentially, quote unquote, especially in post racial America, mm. is a lie. Con. Because it's, it's, a, it's, con. A, it's a big it's a big con because you made to think and, and to rest on your laurels that. Just because you you're alive, just because you, you, you may so make bad. you may make you know six figures or top figures at, at, a, at a corporation with other white people, like that everything it's, is it's all insane good. to even think how could I possibly be mistreated still because I'm black? Look, I've ro- I've risen in the ranks, mm. but you can easily be knocked down in a second. Jay Z takes in one too many more missteps, he's off. Oh, it's a wrap. Look at Bill Cosby. Yeah, look at like it's, look at you, your man's Bill Cosby. He served the system well. This, he like, made a lot of folks a lot of money. Just be be clear, like this system, because like, the, and then they also within that system, they'll become casualties of war. Anyone who's still at the higher up, they don't give a hit. They don't care. At the lower rank, even of whiteness, you can get cut off too if you become a liability. Because the Look thing is the power. Kennedy. Look what the Kennedy. Because the thing is power. The thing is survival. Like, like Sister Yana said, um, the thing is it's about survival. Survival of the of the fittest. That Darwinism theory. So like survival to to be elevated. It's a power play. So win lose. Conversation that's it's innately ingrained in the, it's not. It's innately ingrained in the human, in the human <laughs> fabric of, of our societal fabric. And what would happen? Think about the reality of. I mean, uh, white privilege is like air to breathe for white folks. This is why it's almost difficult for them to identify that it's there, mm-hmm. um, because the society was entirely created for them. Um, we look at things like uh, Dr. Joy DeGruy came up with uh, her book here, Posture. And if you don't have this, you want to get a hold of this. Put that in your library. You better. Look here, African. Don't fool around with this one. This is some heavy stuff right here. That. So this was volume one. This was the re- the re- re- revision and the study manual. So nice you want to make sure. Yeah, this was the, the, the new nice version. Looking. It's very nice. It's updated. <laughs> she put some more uh, in, some more meat and potatoes in there. Yeah. But she came out with the theory post traumatic slave syndrome so that we could actually put our hands on a concept of what is actually the the, the matter. Yeah. Because a lot of us was just running around here we're trying to find a light switch, like, oh, what is going on with African people? Is we broken? Is something wrong with us? No. Um, No. We just in the wrong room. But it's nothing wrong with us. It's science. <laughs> we need to get out um, the room. Get, <laughs> get in the right room I with us. Um, it's the science of human behavior, and it's the diabolical concept of someone's, someone, several people who are sitting around a table coming up with this whole concoction. Um, and she talks about Carl Linnaeus and Carl von Linnaeus, who came up with this concept of uh, human rank, the race rank, and, yeah. and how African people, because we had a smaller brains, were obviously dumber than than white folks, because you know, white people got big brains. Because we needed a classification and categorization uh, of people, because it only makes sense. Every, the existence well, only the, makes sense unless something's categorized. If you can't categorize, a, I don't like it. Well, so we, we need, need race. We need structure. We need we need these things a, a to make sense of it. Science. And now that we know what this is, since I don't like it, let's put that down the bottom of the totem. Well, no, let's let's put them in chains. Let's treat them like horses yeah. and cows, because we need to figure out how we're gonna take Chief off his off his uh, throne. Mm. How we're gonna take the medicine woman out the backwoods, and how we're gonna grab all these children who've been out here playing for the past 10, 15 years, uh-huh. and take them over here uh, in the bottom in the bowels of this boat. And make them and force them, hook a crook, beat down, and every kind of terror to force them to give up their con- their language, their culture, their understanding of self, and the worst of all, to give up their own humanity for mm. fear of death. I mean, there were several Africans who was like, you know what, I'm not going with these crazy people, and they jumped to the water. Period. Done. Mm-hmm. You're not taking me. I don't care. 
I don't know who you are. You're a psycho. You're crazy. Never seen these crazy ghost-looking people before. We are not going with them. Mm-hmm. And they just jumped to their deaths in the ocean and were eaten by sharks. There's bodies and spirits all through the water. This is why we go once a year um, yeah. uh, with the people of the Maafa, mm-hmm. uh, organization for the Maafa, where they honor our ancestors, our fallen ancestors, every year. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... These sciences are coordinated efforts among people. We talk about, um, I like to talk about Brzezinski. Um, the big new Brzezinski, who was national security advisor to LBJ and uh, security secretary to LBJ, and then he was the, um, uh, he worked under Carter. Um, and all white is not created equal African. So I'll tell you, the higher you get, the whiter you get. Or, or because you want to know how is this happening to you. What is happening that is causing these systems? <clears throat> While you watching Jay Z and you watching TV and you you know you goofing off with whatever new challenges are out here in the streets, which is all well and good, is a time for all things. There's time for joy, laughter, community, and fun times and things like for that. Sure. But we actually have no no community strategy, you know. And we have people who are out here talking, but they're talking even African people who have white brain, who have been educated within white system, and this system is hundreds of years old. These systems. There are laws on the book right now from 18, from the 1800s. There are laws on the book right now. The Constitution was written, uh, set, Independence, America got independence 1776, African. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of years. So you think that you went and got a doctorate degree in five or six years that you now know all the knowing that there is to know? Mm-hmm. You are mistaken. And that is a disservice to the family. Um, and then we have so many voices in our space today that is telling us so many things. I've learned to take the chew up the bones, to spit out, spit out the fat, chew up, excuse chew me, up the fat, chew up the fat, the spit out the bone. Good yeah. Lord. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right. you know, but I know a lot of us don't cause a lot of us are looking for information. A lot of us are looking for answers, right? So we don't necessarily have all the information we need to make reasonable decisions about our collectiveness. And we don't have that. What I told you about African, the critical mass. We need the critical mass in order to actually shift the landscape. I'm telling you, all white is not created equal. Brzezinski, Zbigniew, Zbrinsky, Brzezinski, he is, they claim he is one of the formative minds out here in foreign policy. They gave him all the accolades and dropped all kind of hung things all over him and just swaddled him with all kind of compliment and, 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 and praise and accolade. This man is like, he don't care nothing about African. It was never our priority. His only conversation about Africans is to ensure that these Africans on this soil don't connect with them Africans over there on their motherland. And as long as you take care of that, you're good for everything else. Everything else, move on. What's next? That's the bottom line. That was his fullest extent of his interaction with that. Other than that, let's go get some oil from over here. Let's create an alliance over here. Let's do this over here. Let's, and that's it. You got homework, African, because I'm going to put it in, in, the, in the comments. You need to research NATO, NATO, and you need to know what the Trilateral Commission is. Okay, and I'm talking about systems to insulate white superiority and white systems of rule over your lives and over the futures of your families because these things have been in place for decades, hundreds of years, and more. African. And I know... This is not about me or you taking the whole bite like this and putting a whole sandwich in our mouth. It's not about that. It's about you taking your brick and laying your brick. So while you tap dancing out here with the foolishness, that's not laying your brick. You're not spending any time educating your family or laying your brick 
or serving your community at all. You're not doing it. And if what you're doing is not creating any type of result, then you need to be doing something else. Right? So, and this is the part where we get to be responsible. Yeah. So, where did hatred towards African people come from? It was not initially emotional. Mm-hmm. Initially, white people were enamored by Africans. They mm-hmm. loved us. They came to become educated at our schools. They discovered our lands. They took back our resources and they tasted of our seasonings, our herbs, and, and our methods, and our medical procedures. They took it back to Europe. They came and explored with an olive branch, really nice and sweet conversation in some of these spaces and places. Sent their aristocratic individuals came to our universities to be educated mm-hmm. and African. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, and there are many tribes in my mother's house. So all of the places where these white folks were enamored by Africans, they came because they were enamored by us, and then they continued to discover, and they continued to explore and poke their head in this door and poke their head in that door. They continued to do this, African. And then they found different types of Africans who were less uh, uh, war-sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't have any fortification strategies, etc. They're fighting with spears, Right, and they found an advantage because they saw something we had, and they saw a vulnerability in us because this is how white center consciousness processes space mm-hmm. as an opportunist, mm-hmm. as a way to get our come up and to get up. So there's something to be observed by that behavior, mm-hmm. and there's something to fortify yourself. For. So hatred for the African and not liking the African was not the conversation. Hatred towards the African, what we see now in the regular everyday John Jane Q public, how it's continued to be perpetuated, is because of the undervalued in African life that spans over hundreds of mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Chattel slavery and abuse. Okay, so that's the truth about the truth, family. So now you can mechanize understanding where this stuff came from. Um, Sister Anna says, uh, my other theory is that the Wazungu, why people that... Okay, okay, yeah, call them, I guess. okay. Okay, cool. Um, are essentially a nation of narcissists. Their behavior fits many markers of this psychological classification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's absolutely, well, it's proof for it. It's yeah. definitely proof for <laughs> it's it. It's definitely I mean, receipts. There is, uh, but, but <laughs> so. the thing about it is who's going to, who's going to fund, because you know they got the Rockefeller Center family. Mm. Um, Zbigniew, I mean, that's Zbigniew. Uh, Brzezinski, Zbigniew, you want to check him, because him and David Rockefeller, you need to check the two of these guys, Okay. Um, and these guys are a part of that round table allegiance and alliance who is out here moving things across the chess table, okay, along with a couple of other folks. So, you know, in everyday John and Jane Q public, they're actually pawns themselves on the, on the, on the ground, right? They're, they're really not players, but they know that they get privilege, and as long as you are soothing the social needs of people, they'll go to sleep. So they really just rock them to sleep. I told you guys about The Brave New World, 1937, the book was published, by Aldous Huxley, you want to check the book out. Um, I have the hard copy, and I have mm. the audio book. You can get the audio book. It's a nice read. You, I'm gonna listen right now. It's a great time. It's the it's um theatrical. You know, it's engaging. You want to check on how the consciousness of class, uh, classic class um classism, and placing people in different spaces to move about a society, mm-hmm. right? Um. 
not that you got an opportunity to come up as an individual within a community of people that supported you and evolved your natural development. From the time you were born into the earth space, you've been curtailed and you've been molded into a certain degree based on some classification. Here, we start testing you in fourth grade. Okay? Mm. So in this society, outside of the book, we start testing you in fourth grade. We know exactly which way we're going to follow you by your fourth grade reading and math scores. And I'm going to put a quick plug right here for you African people, in case you didn't know, when I was reading the parenting books for my kids, your child to be gifted and talented needs to have at least 350 words in their vocabulary before they go to school. I'm going to set you up the way. We're going to set you up the way. Nobody is telling you that. The, the, the classification is 150. I'm telling you 350 in order to ensure that your child is gifted and talented and can accelerate. If you can process your thought and you can communicate in verbally, mm -hmm. you are accelerated. Boom. I'm, I'm a sum total of it because I've been running my mouth since before I can even remember. My mother said I was talking at 10 months old. And I was constantly pulled out in school back in the day while in the gifted and talented classes, always through school, right? But always pulled out for talking too much in the back of the class because they nothing changed. <laughs> Some things stay with you your whole life. Trust. But I be, so I be talking, saying something. At least I be talking, <laughs> saying nothing. <laughs> this is true. No, that to your merit, absolutely. Thank you. Yes, always. But knowing is half the battle. See, knowledge itself is power. How have you empowered yourself peace today? Of, peace of blessings to y'all. Join the conversation. <laughs> um, see you, brother Lau. Peace, peace oh, of blessings to you. Always, always good to hear from you. Thank you for joining the conversation. Uh, Sister Tanji says, uh, I believe uh, the Africans were here in America before slavery. Hell yeah. Um, when you look at the Moors, like we're, we're everywhere, Spain, like it, we're all over, we're all the world over. already. You know, the Moors you know, ran, the Moors was in, in, in leadership in, in uh, Italy, was it Italy or, or uh, France? Spain, Italy, France, Spain, Italy like and France, look, Moors were in leadership, like high posts yeah. and positions, Leader, yeah, absolutely. Um, family, so you know, we got to, and this, this new concept of this oppressive stuff that has happened over the past 200 years, African, it's a new concept, they're trying to control people. And then it got even worse when Bacon's Rebellion showed up, family, when white folk, regular everyday John and James Hugh public white folk teamed up with, every, with the slave hands who were freed slaves about wages and working conditions. Mm -hmm. So once that happened, wait, 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 wait. They needed to footnote this thing. Because there is a research center. I was telling you guys about David Rockefeller and the Trump Foundation and, and, and Bill Gates and his wife and Melinda Foundation, all of these research centers that these people are doing. They got hundreds of millions of dollars in budgets that actually have people that don't do nothing but think about your behavior at every step of the way. Every step of the way. There is a mechanism in place. So this is why it's important for you to take control of what you think, how you think, and who you give access to your frequency. Mm. Who are you giving access? Because I'm living this world with you. But we don't watch TV up in here. TV was out of my house when my son was three. No more TV. No. When mm. I gave him a TV, it was a small 19-inch, and it was a VHS, and I, he had 10 videos that he could watch. Damn. And they were all cartoons. <laughs> And for fake, fake, for real. So my un my son understands. He doesn't create in his heart a natural soft spot for white people, mm -hmm. because that's where it happens. Also, right? The, the the white kids are fine. 
The white kids are lovely, <laughs> and they have lots of fun, and they sing all the time. <laughs> no, when you see fun times on TV, you're going to see talking fruit. Because you know what you're going to see? On your plate, an orange. I'm going to cut this carrot up for you. So you know carrots don't talk in real life. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure I keep a real strong... This is parenting. Right. This is understanding the mechanism of the matrix. You're not going to subdue my child and program my son in the back of his mind till he is sensitive and he no longer has he's disarmed himself because he thinks that all oh, the white people are fun and they all dance and sing my songs. Bullshit. Because it was a grown white man who had parents who grew him up from a baby who, when that woman was pregnant, stepped on that infant's head and tossed that baby into the ocean and cut that woman's mm -hmm. gut wide open. That was a grown-ass man who was once a child. Mm. So no, you're not gonna have my son out here tap dancing and defenseless. Yeah. So there is a concept of reality and for fake fake. And knowing the difference. So talking chairs, you'll never see a talking chair. So he had blues clues. No talking candles and clocks. He had no, talking clocks. He had under cases. the sea, because you know fish don't talk, right? And so he had videos that I specifically picked out so that I could ensure and also to help him with his communication, right? Because he's talking right. and stuff like that, right? And we discuss these things from two, three, four, five years old. My grandmother would say, this boy can have a long conversation like a grown man. Exactly. Good. That's the point. Exactly. Because Google and Gaga means your child has less than 100 words in their vocabulary, which means they're going to put your child in the lowest rung of society, and they're starting to manipulate him from fourth grade mm -hmm. into how you're going to then be shaped moving forward. So you have adult men who have issues with the way that they function in the society and adult women who you got on World Star who pulling each other's weaves out in the street. I would like to see their fourth grade test scores. <laughs> Show us your test scores. No, and it's not a diss. Yeah. It's a mechanism that these research foundations that are creating these textbooks and writing these curriculums and these folks are getting these PhDs on, on the backs of your kids, <clears throat> teaching them the new math. Mm. Right? Making them more round peg, round hole, round peg, round hole. So where mm. did white centric consciousness come from? Where did hatred towards African people come from? That evolved over time. But initially, oppressing Africans was a function to an end. Mm -hmm. And your solution-based thinking needs to support addressing the function that once was oppress African people. Mm -hmm. So you have to reverse engineer that. Especially when we understood that cre that creativity and the, and the physicality of, of what, what we bring, oh, and they put us right in that space. Oh, well, that, mm -hmm. that works. So we don't have to do the we don't have to do work. We can put them to work or whatever. And that over answer. time, yeah, mm -hmm. that becomes like you're not valued anymore. You're a tool. You're like a hammer. So what? This hammer thrown in a toolbox. I only bring it out when I need it. You know what I mean? Like so that when when they understand that, and again, it's it's, it's a, a mechanizing of a people. Right, you like right. you've now become a tool for my elevation, like for me, for a what tool I need. for my survival, a tool for my, um, in, in my empowerment. empowerment. I don't have to worry about it. You can take care of you can take care of these kids and, and do that in that physicality sense while I go work on these 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 dollars and, and building up uh, empires and things like that on your back of the, hmm. of the physicality work that you're doing. You know, I can I can barter the deal, but here I need you to do the do the lay, lay the bricks literally. Um, and then go go about your business. I don't need anything else from you. This is and but and the and, fragmenting and, of and the o African people. Exactly. Over time, it defragments. You know how you think of how you think of them emotionally, spiritually, mentally. All these things become come into play over time. Once you see, like, oh, like I said, like oh, this person's a hammer. I don't have to value them. 
Why? That's why three fifths of a man in, in the right. Constitution. Right, still on the Constitution. Still, you know what I mean? Like twenty twenty. Like what's going on with life? Like human, it's, it's still a roundabout conversation for us to commit, be connected to a, a, a equitable playing field of humanity. That doesn't make sense, especially when you contribute to a majority of humanity. As a black person, as an African person, as a, with an indigenous nature and things like that, mm-hmm. contributing to the global landscape for centuries and still valued no more than a hammer. Only when convenient for, for athleticism, oh, entertainment, utility, only for those pieces. Sex, over sexualized, physicality, children. never appear. Oh my goodness, now you're organized. And if it is up here, it's, you're, that's a back end story. And whatever's been taken no. from that, that person discarded. You never even knew they existed. That's why it's interesting more and more you hear about these scientists and black scientists coming up in the, in the space. The how, that's, a, that's a rarity conversation. And even in that, there's a weaponizing of that because how are they being utilized? That's like having somebody with a gun to their back and they're telling you things are okay. They, they got to put a gun to their back to make sure they don't go off script. Malcolm said, you got a, uh, the knife in you nine inches, pull it out six. Mm-hmm. It's still in there three, but we doing all right. That's some progress. Yeah. That's what they said? No. Did that make sense, African? You still bleeding though. Still bleeding. You might have hit some major organs up in the African. You got some internal trauma going on in the African that you got to address. Yeah. That thing is in there going a mess right now. You want to get in touch with that because there's some issues with that. Yeah. And let me tell you, I'm not throwing no parade for you because you pulled the knife out six inches. Gee, thanks. Yeah. You might want to take a step back. Like, give me some room. Five it, feet, thank you. And it hurts to connect with the um with the reality that like that's that you're still bleeding, right? Because we're a relationship based. People. That's mm-hmm. part of our culture, relationship, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. family, the tribes, the mm-hmm. village. That's what we're, we're, we're based on. Like, that's epigenetic as well. This is epigenetic because our trauma is our love for the people and the family and connection and building in that sense. So when you have this constant play of someone's, like, constantly taking that for granted um, or using deceptive practices to utilize that to get the leg up, and you're kind of like, well, this this wouldn't happen to me or what have you, to the point where you've not developed cognitive dissonance around the, the, your, your existence. Your own existence. And won't even, but see, this is why African people get married to um, white people, people from a white cultural experience, because white center consciousness for John and JQ public, the classification is a white cultural experience. Mm-hmm. And having white privilege be air to breathe for white people that they can't even identify, no matter how much you try to explain it to them, it's a foreign concept, is a cultural experience for white people. Mm-hmm. That is a lens that they see the world through. Okay, um, it doesn't make them any different from anybody else. They're a human being, but they see through a white cultural lens because of the social landscape that's created for them. That it's like air to breathe. They don't acknowledge it that it's there. So you being an African and saying that all these things are happening, and then they don't connect themselves in any direct relationship to what's happening to you. Mm. They don't connect themselves because when they were redlining Africans in certain communities. When these ba- banks wouldn't give Africans loans for their business, when they look at your application, when 15 people at the bank got to go scrutinize your application when you come in there for a business loan or to get an advance on your whatever would have you or a car loan or to get some education money for your child to go to college, when 15 people got to go, see, that's engraved prejudice mm. and bias. Mm. That's a system that's automated. That is people, John and Jane Q. Public, who were doing those things. The government wasn't in those neighborhoods saying, don't rent to black people. It was groups of Italians, groups of Polish, groups of Hungarians, group of people who share different cultural religions and experiences saying, we not letting no black folks up in here. That's how that happened, right? So 
these people are the individuals who are impacting your life on a local level. Mm -hmm. People make things happen and people don't make things happen. Mm -hmm. Okay? So that's why it's important to understand the complexities of the, the jargon and the experience because you get so caught up in it and you'll lose sight of it. And you get caught up in things that don't matter, like they don't like me. They don't give yeah. a step. They don't give a damn about you. Why like, not like you? Get rid of like. Black folks don't like me. White folks could care less. White folks could care less. The only time that I've ever in my professional career gotten folded was by a white person. I've had black folks tripping me my entire professional career, particularly black women. Mm. But it was a white woman who kept my son when I went away for the interview sent me up front, who evaluated my contribution, said, listen, I can't pay you for what you've been doing. I appreciate the work you've been doing. But listen, I see an opportunity for you. So I'm going to let you go into another state and take this opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to look after your son while you're going because I know you ain't got no people. Mm, that's heavy. Like, I ain't never had a black person like that go that far out the way to try to help. And I don't want you to tell me, no, that's white guilt. Because me and that woman, she didn't know nothing about me other than the fact that I was there. I didn't really have family because I had to put my son up and take, had to leave work on time to get my son. So when I was training up my staff, the, the people that worked with me, not my staff, they weren't my staff, they were my colleagues who worked on the line with me and so that we can get our work done thoroughly so that I can get out the door when I need to. So to some degree, it was self-serving because if everybody in here knows how to get this job done, we can get it done efficiently and get up out of here. Peace and blessing, Brother Kareem. We see you. Thank you for joining us. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, and also that's, a, you want to be clear about what the situation was. That's the understanding of survival mechanisms, the tactical, tactical plays, strategy. That's what, by and large, they understand because that's what the, the existence has been based on a lot of it. You know, look at the Romans, Ethiopia, and things like that. Like, it is, it's, it's, it's tactical play. Just like we said, we understand, we understand emotion, connection, relationship with people. So that's, that's why us. it's like, that's what kept us, if we don't like somebody, especially if they're black, we don't like them, that means we don't like that they're getting the leg up. Or we don't like that, if them getting the well, leg Dr. up means Dr. I don't Jordan, get a leg up. So I don't esteem. like that. Yeah, the vacant esteem. Vacant esteem says that you're going to leave black attack. folks behind. Your, your progress behind. means somebody's getting left behind. That's a win-lose. That is a white-centered concept. In yeah. African, we all go. Mm -hmm. You going, I'm going too. Yeah. Matter of fact, if you go first, that's okay, because I can trust that you're going to come back and get me. Does that happen? I have yet to see it. Right. And then okay, but I, I'm standing for it. I'm a stand for it. Hesir is a stand for it. Mm -hmm. I know that I can push you forward, and we constantly mm -hmm. do it. Brother Kareem says, of right? bang, bang with white men against police in the mountains, okay? The first rule of liberation is to not make enemies for no reason. Exactly. Thank you. Like, that's, like, that's key. Mm -hmm. Like we can be we can be engrossing the conversation of understanding where white people stand, where black people stand, where everybody mm -hmm. in between that's been victims of, of colonization stand, especially in the face of black people, mm -hmm. but also understand where some people have connected with the conversation and do want to make make sense of it and walk and walk with us. We're not saying they don't exist. They definitely they exist. It's 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 us bringing that together and being strategic, strategy, strategic. not emotion, not emotion. We can love up on each other later when we get the victory, but like, the, the, don't let the emotion impede the, the strategy towards the goal. And the end goal is us being where we are as, as a people, respected, mm -hmm. dignified people, equitable people across mm -hmm. the landscape. Mm -hmm. We're not here to war with people. This we don't, not, we're not war people. That's not our goal. It's, this is here to war with people. It's too much time in that. We never connected with that thing of like, we must survive. And uh, if other people, uh, unfortunately, that's been part of the historical narrative. And it's been a subconscious. Like I said, epigenetic walk. 
in, in, in even the most minuscule of ways when it becomes passive aggressiveness in, in the workplace, whatever it may it may look like, what have you. That's the, that's the experiences, right? But understand it's not about just making enemies for no damn reason. You got to still be strategic. Walking around here angry with all white people. Black, don't white be angry with all the rest of them bitch like that, face. That doesn't serve Listen, you. You're losing in that. Some of these You're white folks don't know yourself. how to behave. They don't know. They're not in contact yeah, so with this conversation. Some of these black folks, some of these Spanish folks, some of these Asian folks don't know how to behave them. either. No, no, how no. How do you strategically get to your end goal? And you still got to get there. And, and they're going to be on the way when you're flash, trying to get there. I'm still trying to get there in some of my areas too. Trust me when I tell you. I'm still trying to get there in some of my areas. And since I'm having this commitment with being in service to African people and being in support of supporting the community, that's mm-hmm. another conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to tell you, I didn't figure it all out. Mm-hmm. I figured me all the way out. I'm still learning certain things yeah, about the outside yeah, landscape, walk. but I damn sure figured me out, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm good on me, but I'm talking about figuring out the world, and African, you need to know what's in your hand. Mm-hmm. So don't get into that whole uppity-ass nigga conversation that some black folks going to look at you and talk to you. You need to know what's in your hand. You need to assess your assets. Mm-hmm. Brother Kareem out there, yeah. You if- need to assess your assets. What are you working with? What can you leverage to get you where you got to go? Brother Kareem says, if there were only black comrades, Asada would still be in bondage today. The white Uh-oh. comrades, or- the white comrades orchestrated. They got her out state. of that prison break. You know they got I mean? her out of the country. Thanks God for that. Ashe to the divine for making that possible. So, but but this co- this requires wisdom, African. Yeah. This requires insight. It requires self knowledge because if you never Africans never even advocate for themselves. They thinking if you married a white man that you somehow got your come up and you somehow have some value in life now that you married you a white person because you've been accepted that. by white people that they love you. They came to your wedding and they poo pooed you, but you're still not whole. You still are not whole. You're still not presently available to yourself. And be clear, other people aren't going to make you whole. You and make you whole. Person is not going to make you whole. Okay. And I didn't say run out here because let me tell you, I've learned to curtail my conversation and I brought it forward. Now you are getting this. It is a refined version of where it was. <laughs> but that's elevation. It's and refined. Refined. Because, you, know, you, uh, you know, I was about to throw them things, you know, back in the day. Like it was going down. But I still didn't run up in no, you know, organization or up in no bank or in no offices doing it carrying on. Because that's counterproductive. Right. That's counterproductive. Okay. Initially, my whole conversation was, let me try to get African people to show the fuck up. That was initially the conversation. Yeah. Eh, wrong again, Charlie. African people also got to get African people to step up. Yeah, but I'm here for accountability, family. We're here for accountability. Yeah. So where did hatred towards white people go? I mean, black people go. Where did it come from? Um, it was initially a mechanism mm-hmm. to complete a task. And a task was to get people who were not at the round table on par with being a party to creating chains for chaining up black pe- Africans in the bowels of ships, for, for creating uh, insurance policies that covered the, the, uh, the, 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 the cargo, mm. to insure the cargo, right? How many pieces, like things, these are people. They were, pe- they were pieces. Branding, irons. They were, hum- they were different spaces. This is a well-coordinated effort of many people who have contributed to making this system work. Mm-hmm. So how were they going to get cooperation from, and now guess what, America's a Christian place. Like Europe was a Roman Catholic. Mm. How are you going to get the same people who said thou shalt not kill feel like it's okay to beat 
African within inches of their lives and rip their skin mm. off of their backs on a daily basis as recreation. How are you going to do that? Yes. We got work to do, African. Mm. So maybe if we don't see ourselves in that narrative and we look at that in reverse engineering as to what the mechanism of hatred towards Africans was, why is it still here? Why is hatred towards Africans still here? We haven't dealt with it. We haven't dealt with it. We haven't dealt with it. We haven't dealt with it, family. <laughs> so plain and simple. No, no, no. They gave you integration. No, they, they just they, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. They didn't comply. They didn't. Because we, we believe we subscribe to that shit. We, we equally subscribe to that shit. You know why we equally subscribe to that shit? Because we're still, we're still attached to what the Matrix has to offer. And as long as the Matrix says that black people are rowdy and unruly or whatever the, the, the case may be, especially in this pandemic, like how the hell did that switch on the African people? That's another story to tell. Well, the same way AIDS switched on to African people. But like... They took AIDS to Africa and then told the world that Africa was infecting the world with AIDS. Listen. Now they say it, y'all. Now they're trying to take some more vaccines over there to Africa so they could test it on some more African people. When they said Africa had the less, the least amount, because Africa is not going to benefit from inflating its numbers. Tuskegee all over again. Africa, like, well, Dr. Dirt the Ground, I didn't bring that one for y'all. Medical apartheid. Oh, yeah. Margaret Harrison, I believe. Let me look it up. But, you know, like, it's, 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 it's good. What I'm seeing is, is, is good that people are getting in front of it now. Harry With Washington. With that conversation prior, like I said, when the Tuskegee experiments, a lot of type of like those type of things happening, and it was kind of under rug and like this uh, this placebo thing. That's mm-hmm. what all is, is is this idea like oh giving you a placebo really were fucking you up. Yeah. But like now you know even when they were talking about it so openly because of that's the good part of social media I guess is that these conversations are more openly shared. So now it's like uh uh-uh, y'all doing vaccines now we see what you're doing. We ain't, we ain't having that. France was trying to get all up in that for no damn reason. And people was like, nah. France was like, oh, all right, my bad. So, like, it's good that we're in an age that we can start to get in front of it, but it has to be a more potent, consistent, collective response. I talk about, I talk about this all the time. Potent, consistent, and collective power and movement and self-governance is what it's going to, is what it's going to get us to, the, to that next step. Period. We have to we have to be able to see and pick up pick up eyes where our, our, our brother or our sister's eyes may may lack in sight. That's right. We pick up like hold on. I know you you see you were good here. Let me let me let me remind you. Let me show you, steer you back into the space. This was actually happening here. That's what happens with different eyes and different people come together. You know, form the form Voltron of a revolution because we have to be able to be the legs, the arms, the head. The, uh, the chest. Many fa- Somebody many, gotta be the sword. Some like many pieces form the Come warrior together. to fight for the liberation of a people. Period. We gotta work together on that. Not everybody can be the eye. Not everybody can be the foot. Not everybody can be the middle finger. I mean, everybody can give the middle finger. That's great. But not everybody can be that same piece. We all have to put our pieces together, and Uh-oh. we have to be consistent about it. But we, what we do have to be on a, on, on convenient like a level field is understanding the goal. A lot of us don't understand the goal. Um, we have no concept from a very of it. Base level, which is why I say we're constantly symptomatic in our approach yes. to attacking the system. There's no attacking the system by filling around with its symptoms. It's just going to create more symptoms for you to be fill around with. Now you're running over here attacking that. Oh, 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 oh now you're understanding, time. you're understanding that they're, they're the ones that's doing it again? Here, here's something else. Now you're going over there attacking that. Versus like, no, okay, I see what you're doing over there. That's cool. But I still see we got some business. I'm staying focused. You know what I mean? Because where's focused. Black Lives Matter at? Y'all, y'all hear from them lately? I, I haven't heard any articles in like the longest time. 
especially from those that have been. Well, the, they kept you occupied long the, enough, but now it kind of went away. You know, it kind of disappeared. They kind of distracted out, you. Shout out, I see you know the brother Hawk Newsom. He be out here, um, you know, on the forefront, just having these conversations constantly. But I see that on his social media. Like I don't see like in a, in a, a grand scheme of like the typical players on the on the public news media forefront. I haven't seen anybody doing well, anything. not the way that they were so active before. But see, listen, in the African context, there's a room. There's room for agitation, but agitation is not a function. It's not a function. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's not mechanized. You can't mechanize agitation. You're gonna rally up everybody. You're gonna you know inflame. You're gonna pour some alcohol in and inflame it, and now what? Like, mm-hmm. It's just burning. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do with it? Like that's not it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got some comments out here. Yeah, uh, Carol <laughs> says, um, uh, brother Arik says the real Allah. You got it uh, acronymized out here, so I want to see what that what, 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 the, the what the acronym you Let's have. Do I, don't, it. I don't know what the acronym is, but like, a lot definitely is out here. It's all it's, it's in it's in us. Um, Carol says bullshit, referring to the blacks responsible for HIV. Of well, listen, that's bullshit. what they said, but that's what they it's said for a long time. Yeah. Um, brother Kyle Jiggis, thank you for joining us, brother Kyle. Peace and blessings. Always good to have you. Um, Kyle says he agrees that white supremacy will always socially engineer us negatively. Of course, the social engineering us negatively means there's a positive for them to gain from. Um, right. Ah, okay, there is. A la arm, leg, arm, head. Ah. There it is. Boom. Boom. We're going to keep that right. one. That's okay, going out. Hold on. We're going to memify that one right there, brother. Okay, the real Allah. I like that, brother. We're going to credit you. Don't worry. But I'm, I'm going to memify this right we're gonna here. We're going to memify that one right there. <laughs> right there. Right now. Um, for sure. Shouts out to that. Um, Yes, uh, beloved. We gotta come yeah. together and, and, yeah. and, and uh, build ourselves up as a unit. Sister Ayana says uh, we need a universal set of black codes. Um, they got some black codes. The thing here is, look, we can You know, Africans don't want to hear things like discipline. They don't want to hear. First of all, you know, and this is why I said we are thriving through, surviving through our situations and circumstances, mm-hmm. because we don't want to necessarily give up anything we don't have much to begin with, and that's all mm-hmm. a part of social engineering too. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be easier for you to get somebody to kind of sell out-ish a little bit, kind of create a little gray area. They've been talking crap to me all the time. Style. Life ain't black and white. No, actually it is. Actually, it is black and white. Because you especially get um, caught up in the gray areas. There is no so you gray areas. The... You know who create gray areas? People who want to disarm you. Spaces who want to make sure that there's always a finagle room. Mm. You know, certain types of people get leverage in the matrix. Certain types of psychographics gets leverage in the matrix. People who are oftentimes straight shooters don't necessarily get leveraged in the matrix because everybody, most of the people in the matrix function in the gray area of life. Like, it's okay to kind of sort of a little bit finagle with the tittle with the kids a little bit. But you have Not too much, just a little bit. I mean, not that much, you know. It, You're going to tittle with the kids, do it just a little bit. Like, really? That's exactly. how that's going down? Well look, well, look what that leaves you open to. Look at how it even sounds. You see that? That sounds like crazy as hell. But that's what they said. It leaves, it leaves that's what they op- said. It leaves you open for all of that play. And and is more play, less accountability. That's what, what they the said. Area they said you. they could tittle with start, the kids a little bit. When you hold your position well, in, in, in where you stand in, in these things, not, and hold your position doesn't mean it being uh, arrogant or ignorant or whatever, but hold your position mean like you, you're clear that this is where you're standing on or why, and you can have a conversation around it, build on that. But it's not like, well, eh, maybe we can kind of sort of, that's wishy-washy. And the universe yeah. doesn't understand wishy-washy. The universe understands a clear-cut direct, decision, direct commands. clear-cut choices and direct commands. Creator, creator, direct commands. And the universe commands. will work, work and move as such within that, that landscape. doesn't understand this. 
doesn't understand it. Doesn't Flip make any floppy. sense. Flip floppy ish. As expensive as it is, it doesn't make sense to it. So you have to operate in, 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 in the direct movement of this is where the position is, this is where the understanding is, and this is well backed, this is well informed, this is where my position is. How do we get to our final destination or our destination, what have you, um, within that conversation now? Yes. What's next? Not, yeah, all right, let's agree to disagree. Agree to disagree, whatever. You can do that in Facebook comments. I'm talking about a real deal conversation. <coughs> in How do real you move life? Like, that doesn't work, family. So that's a discipline conversation that we get to have. And I keep telling you guys, it's a thing called um, critical mass. That is a group of individuals that are needing to make a certain type of change. You know, they got, uh, they had, uh, what's the name out here? Coronavirus. That shit is real. <laughs> Cardi B. Cardi B out here clowning herself out here doing what she do when she do it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were attempting to attach that foolishness jingle to a group of critical mass. Mm-hmm. You get enough people on par with it, doing it, agreeing to it. That's how you got these grown men walking around with their entire butts hanging out. And now some women which is one of the most grossest things in life that I can even think of. I just don't understand My mind it. says, I don't even understand why this doesn't make you uncomfortable to be walking down the street with your butt out. And that's what the gray area leaves. You don't even know how to answer that question. I've, I've seen them. Like, people just don't know how to no, answer no, that question. No, no, but they be fly. Some of them, I'm not talking about the trifling ones that be looking like they need to wash their drawers. I'm Ugh. talking about the ones that got on brand new kicks, gold fronts, they got two chains. They got a fresh cut. They got some Ray-Bans. They got the Benz car keys. And you're walking around with your butt out. Like, how did that happen? Like, what, 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 and what, where's the disconnect? Where is the disconnect? Because not in anybody's lifetime, ever in life, was that ever attractive in a society that we're living in. No. So exactly why are you doing it? Because critical mass. You want to know why you're doing certain things. No, no, no. There's a locus of control, and they don't have an internal locus of control because I, there's no way. There's a whole lot of trends that I've just let pass me right on by because I know, first of all, I got a certain type of body type. I carry well, a certain type of energy. Come right here with your pants. I'm setting myself up for certain. <laughs> you know, that ain't going to never happen. Listen, my, my stock and my tights be falling down a little oh, bit, and I be having to do that dance, you know, that little squiggle dance to kind of get them back up. I wish I could walk down the street. Well, I don't wish, but figuratively speaking, Right. Could I really walk the street from my butt, my whole behind hanging out like this? So some of these men don't got little butts. Some of these men and women got big, wide hips. I've seen it. Y'all correct. It's disgusting, <laughs> and they still doing it. And there's some of these little bony little butts, little bony people, and they walking like they super bow legged with their legs all wide like this here, wobbling down up. the street like a caricature. With the these belt are tight. people who are doing this. I would like to see their fourth grade test scores. <laughs> this will go back mm-hmm. to that. I want to see their fourth grade test. You know mm-hmm. why? Because there had to be a system to infuse a universal method of categorizing people where I could automate this system. That's why I'm asking you, African, to automate, mechanize your system so that they are on autopilot so you don't have to sit there and babysit it. It took me a while to implement discipline into my life because I did not learn that from my family members. And certain types of commitment, I didn't learn it from my family members because everybody functions in a gray area. You remember, America functions in a gray area. The life that we get up and live every single day is entirely in a gray area. Uh-huh. Because we know that if we out here screaming and hollering about human rights and equal rights and diversity and inclusion, and the way we could run down the street and be all right with a cop who's supposed to be here to protect and serve a peace officer, yeah, you know he's a peace officer. 
this thing called a peace. Oh, I was, I saw, I was a correction officer, guys. In case for you guys that don't know, at one point in a prison guard in Georgia, and you get a card that says peace officer, and you are registered with the government. Mm. How you can shoot a child in the back, in, to his back while he's running? You're supposed to only use use of force when your life is in imminent danger. Mm -hmm. If someone is running from you, you are not in danger. But you know what? There wasn't droves of white folks on the street just having a fit about that. Because they already decided that even in their John and JQ public and everyday piddling, that obviously black life didn't matter. And that that child obviously probably did something to deserve that. Mm -hmm. The right? rationale. Always, there's always a rationale behind it. Right. Because they had to feel better about not caring. About not caring. You have because to feel it's better about not giving to a not fuck care. About the fact that, and that, that's what the, that, like you said, operating in that gray area. Yeah. We're like, well, human rights, but, you know. You know, but, you know, cops yeah, can go yeah, ahead and you, shoot people. It's if, all right. If you violate your, your own rights, then it was I'm all you. I'm just saying, you know. Mm, no. What you do? That's, that's what they always say. Well, what did he do? I'm talking to the EEOC officer on the phone. And he's supposed to be here for equal rights. He's supposed to be defending it. Here is the, the Italian officer on the phone is talking to me, telling me, well, you know how it is in this American uh, government system. So you're already assuming that I'm not American. How are you going to tell me that? That's a contradiction to your post. Boy, See, but me and him haven't had that conversation yet, and we will soon have that conversation. Because now he's on the phone telling me, that, you know, I know you feel strongly about this. Oh, you think? You think I feel strongly about this? I already asked him in my letter. I don't feel that like my case was handled. I need to speak to a superior. Because you know who the superior of him is? Internal affairs. Mm. I don't care what you got to say. Send them to me. Send them to me. I ain't scared. Send them to me. We got to have a conversation. Because I need to talk to somebody else. Because he, 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 he tap danced a little bit and he got right on a good foot. Real quick. Now we still have, we still in dialogue. But if he get wrong again, I'm going to have to then dial him back up and say, you know what, I need to speak to internal affairs. Mm -hmm. See, but African folk don't want, no so they don't want no smoke. So they don't keep going. They don't keep asking. They don't self-advocate. Mm -hmm. They just let folks run over them and give them the okey-doke and send them on their way. And then you walk away feeling some kind of like something was taken from you, like you were manipulated and begot or somebody mistreated you. Mm -hmm. And then you walk with that hurt and you compile that hurt because that's only one experience. It's going to happen again. And it's going to happen again. And it's going to happen again. I told you about the experience that I had with a good white person or a person, a regular person who happened to be having living a white cultural experience who <laughs> treated me like a human being and who was respectful towards me as a young professional in my evolving career and decided to, you know, say, hey, you know, I know of a such and such and such and such. Would you be interested? Seemed like something that you can really, you know, support because I've been using your talents and skills for the past year and a half helping you with my staff. I really appreciate that because it really helped my team. Like, we work like a whistle around here. I just got an award at the dinner. Like, this is what she's telling me. I've never had a black person, and my work has supported many black people. I've never had a black person come and thank me this way. Mm. Never. Not a single time. Mm. In fact, they'll compete. They'll compete with a ghost. I'm not in competition with you. Mm. But I'm watching them because I was asked you, African, have you ever seen somebody think? When you develop a certain type of wisdom and I, you can see people think. But see, that means you need to evolve yourself. Yes. So I'm saying to you, as we're moving through this process, what are we mechanizing? Mm. Because why hatred towards African people is still here? Because you have not mechanized your humanity. Mm. You can say I'm human. You can march at the African Street Parade. You can go to Kwanzaa Festival, but have you mechanized your humanity? Mm. Nah. You haven't. It's only a nice idea. Yeah. 
It only means that you can smile at everybody and you can go to the white people barbecue, but don't eat no chicken. We operate in the they night. Don't clean their knee we operate in the in the. One, <laughs> we operate in the wonderful land of nice ideas <laughs> for too long. For too long. You in the gray area, we, we can't we can't operate in a gray area. At some point, we got to step into the black or the white. It's, it's, it's for our um, well-being. It's just, for our children. And, and also, be clear that whichever side you choose, it's not about like a war per se. But it's like whatever side you choose, be be with that, right? Be with that and hold that. But we 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 are endangered by the gray area because that means you have there's no loyalty there, so you can't figure out where they can sway someone you. Someone you can sway you at any minute. They can sway you. They can offer you that right kind of coin, and you gonna go ahead and dip. Gray area does not work in you war. Roll over. Essentially, like I mean, uh, I think about what I said. Like essentially, this is it's, it's become war. It's become war, so to speak. It is definitely in a different, war. Different varying levels, where it's biologically like. Brother said, so "How do we mechanize like, our humanity?" Somebody said, I'm sorry, beloved. Sorry about that. Okay. They yeah. tried to teach me, but my spirit is that of rebellion. Well, you you know what? You probably have a warrior spirit, my brother. Yeah. There, there, is, a, there is a mechanism for the warrior spirit. And there is a need for protection. And that's what warriors did. Um, and it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a, um, a either or, right? Mm. You can be a, a teacher. You can be a, a mentor. You can loving be a supporter. Father, loving, you can be a yeah, loving husband brother. and still be a warrior and a protector. Yeah. Women were also protectors. They cooked, and they chopped grain, and they made herb, and they healed the sick, and they delivered babies, and they also could throw a dagger and come and, and, and coordinate. You know, they could also coordinate military strategy also. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, there was a time when all hands on deck meant every person was the greatest asset to the whole. Now, mechanizing our humanity within this society is beyond on record while this white woman is blocking your way, telling you you can't get through an apartment where you live. Mm-hmm. That's not mechanizing your humanity. Because she couldn't have stood in my way. She'd have had a hard time trying to block me from where I have to go because I'm going to put my hands on you. I can do that. See, because you blocking me, you are retaining me. You don't have the right to restrain me. You better get out of my way, miss. We're not having no conversation. I don't want to chit-chat with you. Miss, you better move your butt out my way or I'm about to throw these bows. Move it. <laughs> Done. Like, the end of that conversation. Back to Like, you in a mall, and they got cops and everybody jumping down on you and you screaming and hollering. It's nothing to scream about at that moment. Because, hold on a second, what's your name? Okay, what's your name? What's your name? Let me record you on my watch right quick and get these names so that I can get on News 12 and, and, get, and get the newspaper down here and get my protests going on, because now you need to get some mm-hmm. agitators to come down and boycott this restaurant or this store or what have you. That's how you do that. Like, you need to mechanize your humanity. You need to let this world yeah. know you matter. You can't be one piece. You got to let Stop letting yeah. these folks let do your, you any kind of way. Stop presence, just resting under the, under the floor. Let your presence be felt. These folks mistreat you in these restaurants and talking up and going to these spaces. These are John and Jane Q. Public. They don't have no power. They breathe their white privilege on a daily basis, and it doesn't matter to them. You need to be checking these folks. And I didn't say go out there and knock their heads off because all the time I'm knocking the head off is not what's necessary. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can get you into a tighter spot than you intended. Mm-hmm. So there's a way to coordinate the situation without having to get sticky with it. Because right. I've not had to get sticky with it. Right. I have a certain type of presence and no chick going to be standing in my way anyway. That's not happening. I lived in Nashville, Tennessee, a state that's predominantly all white folks. There was pockets of Mexican communities and pockets of Somalian and pockets of, of, of Sudanese. But the majority of that state was white people. And most of the professional spaces where I was at, because I always had a job and a half, were white people. I'm not had a problem. Mm-hmm. When I got that promotion, I came from Atlanta to Tennessee. Yeah. Not had a problem. Matter of fact, they were trying to get me to the barbecue. 
They helped me move into my house. White woman next door, her sons. Got my son and took him to the trampoline. Come on over and meet us. Mm -hmm. I don't worry, my, my boys unpacking stuff for you. Unpack my whole truck. I'm just saying, family. Who are you walking? How are you walking? This is why it's very important to understand every aspect of your human landscape. That's every right. aspect of you is like self-governance is key. If you don't learn yourself, you will lose in the I matrix. I am law family. Period. You have you must learn you must learn yourself and understand the circumstances you are under in order to figure out how to to work around and, me and like mechanize the world around you. That's right. How to and how to, and how to um to, to permeate through it. You don't understand it. You're never going to get through. But if you you're just going to be jumbled subordinate in, in posture, exactly. You just to, 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 to head, move low and and just move through and just like get through the day. That's not going to work in your favor. That's going to work in you uh, living a life that was not lived. You, it's just literally passed you by and it's gone. People been running your life your whole life. You ever seen a grown man at 60 years old and you can see that people been running his life his whole life? It's tired. It's so pitiful. It's so pitiful. Oh Lord, my heart just goes out to that man. Same thing with the bitter ass black woman. Somebody mm. been running your life your whole life and you just angry and nasty and bitter running around here with the rest of bitch face and everything is just horrible. Like, that's not a good look, family. But as long as you're alive, you have, that's an opportunity for you to change that shit. Let's switch it up. And be, and be different. As long as you're alive. That means you up. can be 60. You can be You can 80. be human. Just, like, just, just make it happen. Wake up. Make no, no. Just happen. wake up one day and be human. And start acting the same. If you didn't know what being human was, because some of us don't know what the, never connected with being human is. You behave the same way you do with your brother at home. You have a brother, one that you get along with, that's how you behave with all people. Mm -hmm. That means to be human. Be in connection with all people, that's all that. the time. Ubuntu. Stand toe-to-toe, -to -toe. Ubuntu. There's no need to hunker down and be different. I go anywhere. My grandmother said have yeah, a sit, have a fifth with a bum on the street, and have tea with the queen. It doesn't matter. Brother Reese But that's her dichotomy, so you want to check in with her dichotomy. I'm okay. Brother Harik says, the real Islam, ourself, Lord and Master, our shape. Boom! That's it. It is. You know what I mean? Like, even for me, like, when I was in high school, I didn't have a table. You always have, like, lunch table. Who, who, what table were you at? I'll be I'm with everybody. I'll be with everybody. Okay. Like, for what? I'll be with everybody. I'll be with the nerds. Listen, I was in my, my uh, priest. <laughs> I was matter. in my training. I was with everybody. And my dresses was draping the floor, y'all. I was in the strip club selling my clothes. Dressed in my African clothes, deep like this. All of or talking to all the strippers the and, and they walking around with they with they junk. You're like, girl, let me see that. That's cute. Listen, because I started making these crochet outfits because I was asked to make it when I was making a blanket and I was a correction officer for a coworker who was pregnant. And this girl said, "Can you make a bathing suit like a, a dancer outfit for me with that? Because I look good." Okay. I said, "Hold on, accent, accent and all that." Because that's exactly how she said it too. <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday because mm. she got me started and I paid my bills like that for two and a half years. Okay. Working Thursday, Friday, and mm. Saturday at the strip club with my roller suitcase dog. I was making a crazy 400% profit on each piece I was selling. Okay. You okay. <laughs> and I was in there dancing it up, having a good time. I wasn't drinking because I'm driving. I'm right. paying attention to my you surroundings. Smell. I ain't that chill that I'm to the point where I don't know things is going on because it's yeah. pimps in here. Right. Pimps is looking for their new chick. Pimps is trying to send their girls up on me. Because I, 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 they challenged me with it all. Whoa, devil. Trying to, yo, listen, listen, she a hustler. Oh. Get her. Get her. Come bring yeah. her in. Bring her into the stable. Like, no, excuse me. I'm in business. And I don't need to give my money to nobody because I can make my own coin. Mm -hmm. But you know what? And I didn't have to worry about getting thrown into no trunk. And none of that craziness happened to me because I'm under the protection of the Most High and also of my ancestors. 
And also, I'm in connection with it on a vibratory level with everybody because I holler at the pimps, I throw on the dap, and what's good, yeah. my brother, and keep it moving. That's I'm a, not knocking you on your hustle. I was like 27, 26, 27 at the time. That's the duality of, of, of humanity. You can be within every aspect I'm not of here everything to beat going you down. on and still be you. Walk through any hood. I walk through any hood. I know my people are in, <laughs> I know, I know my people are in their circumstances also. Yeah, that's the key. I also know that my people are in their circumstances. So I also know I'm not diminishing them for being in their circumstances. Look. You know what I mean? They got to work through that, and hopefully I can be of some light, and I could humanize that experience with that stripper, you know, and talk to that sister and all of that stuff and fit her and everything. And look, girl, look, let me give you some of the spray. Oh, the spray got sparkles in it. Girl, that's nice. Give me that. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was crystal. Oh, I was like, girl, who look? Let me give you this spray. This spray got crystals <laughs> in the lotion. That's she funny. was floored. She was like, oh, my God, that's fly. Let me get that. <laughs> I was like, girl, you got that here ticket. Brother, brother, <laughs> brother said, did you ever meet the picture man? Evie. Who's the picture man? Evie, Evie? brother, he's in, in Atlanta. No, man, I was, I met so many people, man. That was over a hundred years ago, man. Those were some good times, though. But <laughs> yeah, I was in all of the strip. Listen, Atlanta got the most strip clubs and churches per capita. Mm. Those girls down here, my heart went out to them because they would just wake up and be like, "Oh, I'm 18. I'm gonna get my stripper license. I can't wait." Like they would aspire to get stripper license, huh? Mm. That's something. That's something for their aspiration. That is a box that they're living in. And we get to mechanize our humanity so that our babies yeah. don't have to walk out here feeling like they have to exploit their bodies in order to get their come up. We get to create systems and shelters for our people where we can hire our professionals. Mm -hmm. Because right now, no matter how much education you get, we don't have the capacity to employ and support <clears throat> our people because we ascribe to a capitalist system. We don't subscribe to a value-based system mm -hmm. where people get what they need. Everyone gets what they need. Somebody got to feel the need. They got to drive a Benz. Somebody got to be driving a BMW because that's what's going to make them feel good because they got all of the accolades and things like that. They can't contribute. In the world where I live, the only people that should be making a million dollars a year in a capitalist society, if you want to, are doctors and teachers. I'm just saying, no banker don't need no million dollars because what was the value that you exchanged that you should be making a million dollars. You dribbling the ball back and forth and up and through here. Like, what exactly value have you created in the world's landscape? You see, we operate in the gray area because that actually doesn't make any sense. What would you play? What would you pay a doctor that could bring and support your loved one and give them more time to live, mm. or help them to not lose their lives and make them well? Only doctors, okay, and teachers deserve a million dollars. Teachers are raising our society. Mm -hmm. Teachers are pouring their spirit and soul into the youth of the next generation. They're going to take care of us in our world. Yeah. See, that makes sense, family. But that's not what we're looking at. We're looking at people who take value from our society, and they happen to be the ones who are actually looking like they're coming out on top. So this is why we function in this gray area. Mm -hmm. yeah, let's get out of the gray area. Oh, and also farmers... People yes. who produce the food. food the people producers. who produce the food. The hands that produce the food. They deserve the big bucks too. Because what you are, what you Based eat is, on is value. the real thing. You've heard it. You've heard it. I'm sure it sounds, sounds nonsensical, but it really makes sense. You are what you eat. Because what you put in your body becomes what you think and what you and how you act. Yes. It comes, you know, connects with the neuro, neuro, you know, neurological sensors, and yes. in turn can inform your judgment. It can inform your decision making, which it can in, negatively or positively impact your life, but depending on what you eat. So, shouts out to food workers as well. Um, you know, so and shouts out like like you said, the teachers, to healthcare workers, to those doing 
like just segue into that, like the essential work out there, you know, shouts out Get to y'all paid. doing the things, the real deal workers out there doing this, doing what's needed, um, that really should be afforded the the, the, the millions and, and, and what have you. Ayana yeah. says, um, I hung with the white girls at private school. I had fun. I learned a lot from them, too. I speak white people very well. Um, <laughs> it it helps to know the culture of the enemy. I mean, listen, and, and see, but this is what I'm saying. Enemy is relative to what? Uh, white people don't see white privilege in their society, African. Um, the way I'm, I mean, I, I like what you said. I appreciate that. But yeah, um, when we when we say enemy, we we have to understand that the system is mechanized, that it is mm-hmm. an autopilot. These mm-hmm. half of these folks don't see it. Mm-hmm. And just like there are African people that I walk down the street who do not find themselves a party to creating solutions for Africans. You know what they say? My mom, my business they ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. What that nigga do? He ain't got no business over there. Why was he over there? He's selling dope. Why he selling dope? That's his business. Oh, he got shot by the police? Well, whatever. He should have been in the house. Like, there are black people that talk about other black people like this. Yeah. So, enemy doesn't even exist in one type of people. So, it's not even about enemy. It's about. You, you yourself, not you, Ayana, but you yourself as a person can be an enemy to yourself. So, the enemy exists in many landscapes. You know what I mean? So, it's, you just have to know where, where that's coming from. And that's why self actualization. I mean, mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Right, 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 like. Mm-hmm. like Understanding yourself first within this circumstance, within the social landscape, is how you can better, like, weaponize yourself to move through this landscape and be and be an effective contribution of substance, of, of growth, of and, and and to and to understand where those enemy lines are and where where you should be attacking. And enemy only you. means something that is against something your greatest against good. You. Yeah. Anything could be against your greatest good. Even sugar might be a great against your greatest okay, good. Sugar could be yeah. enemy of the sh- enemy. Sugar is the enemy of you know being slim and trim and getting your goodness and sexy going. Henny so could be your I'm enemy. I'm just saying. Your enemy. If it got you going home Listen. beating on your wife, that's okay. your enemy. But I'm not. I'm not defending white right. behavior. Let's no. be clear, um, because I also believe that white people are responsible for contributing to our landscape because they are partially responsible for the condition that it is in. Mm-hmm. The higher you go, the wider you go. So the people that are making decisions that are impacting my life, your life, and our children's lives and our future are white people. So, yeah, they are partially responsible mm-hmm. for what is happening. And I believe that they should be held accountable, but no one is having this conversation no with them. No one's having accountability conversations. No one is having this conversation with them. And because you're not showing up human in their presence, they don't get to connect with you. Not you personally, Ayana, but in general, the general sense. Most black people I see, them, they tap dance and they're the coon in front of white folks. And white folks didn't even ask you to behave this way. You're just doing it. Because you feel like it's going to get you a leg up. Because you think it's either going to get you the leg up or you think it's going to make white people like you because, you know, you have a self-defamation. Def- you have a, uh, a mattering conversation. You need to be hanging things on the winning team. Or, you know, white folks yeah. is the, the winning team. So, you know, if I get yeah, in yeah. good with them, you know, I'm in good I'm with sure. them. Listen, you, I behave the same way. I mean, you know, I may curtail some of my, some of my, some of my profanity or what have you every now and again because, you know, I be letting them loose, some F-bombs and things like that because, you know, that's how I roll and stuff that's like it. that. But I'm just saying, like, just think about it. Like, it's not really necessary. Because I'm still a whole person. And I'm not anyone's judgment. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and there's a time for the things. Yeah. Right? Um, and, you know, we know that we're under judgment. A lot of times you're having conversations with people, even other black folks. We don't see the good in one another. We don't necessarily see. I've had white people complimenting me and giving me feedback and supporting and saying things that are nurturing and supportive and also putting you in a path that's giving insight I asked for feedback from African folks. They, they don't even have the words to say what they need to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give you a little thumbs up. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Cool. Feedback. Give the words. Give the connection. Be the presence. Hasir said friendship is a very 
powerful thing for him. Friendship matters to me. If I call you friend, you family. Now, there are people yeah. who break the covenant of friendship. Mm-hmm. They break the covenant of trust. They have that. They have bad behaviors because they never learn to mechanize their own humanity. They said, do unto others, you can have others do unto you. Why is hatred towards African people still here? We haven't mechanized our own humanity. Mm. Unless you behave human, Bill Gates cannot stand up there in front of I don't know who and how many people and say that we need to reduce the world's population by 15% because we are uh, in, in excess. We use too much resources. We are increasing our carbon footprint. So his conversation is somewhat based somewhere in something that's rationally sounding good when they say the serpent beguiled you and snapped and crept up into your ear and said some foolishness that sounded halfway true. It is true. We are increasing our carbon footprint. But you know how much stuff that's in our Earth's landscape that, that we don't need? There's a lot of things in our spaces that we have that we don't need that is making our lives worse. But instead of reducing those things, he said, let's just get rid of 15% of the human population. That's okay. And you know what? A great majority of them are going to be old people because we don't need them no way. You know, getting rid of the wrong people. Really? (sighs) Really? That's where we at with that? We're not going to find a win-win situation. We're not going to make room for our people. We're just going to sit them out. Grandma said, going to make you a paladin there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got people in here. Yeah, we done ate already, but some rice in there. Make yourself a paladin and go and stretch out. That's what she said. We're not going to sit nobody outside. We're not going to just cut somebody off the lifeline, just tear them out and throw them into the ditch. We don't do it like that, African. We make room and we make accommodations and we find space for our human family. So you got to mechanize your humanity. I don't mean just going out here and going to the restaurant and popping bottles and just stunting, trying to matter, because all of those are behaviors of someone who is underdeveloped, and you are trying to matter. Okay, there's the thing of enjoying life and having, you know, I guess whatever they say is the best of life, but I don't know how well that works out either. Because when I went down that road too, and it was like, eh, it was kind of, I, you know what I'm saying, it just was not, it just did not fill me. Right, it didn't fill me, it didn't give me value in my life. Especially when I can see, you know, mothers, I'm looking at TV and I see these women or these children getting bombed on the Gaza Strip, they're outside playing softball. There's a satellite that watched them playing softball and then they bring back the picture of these boys' bodies mangled in the Gaza Strip. That's a problem for me. It's a problem for me. I gotta get busy to do something. I gotta get busy to make something happen. Right, family? Listen, we appreciate all you yeah, guys coming you know, we'll in. This is a night. hot topic. We can uh, keep it rolling, family. <laughs> but, appreciate um, everybody for coming in. Yeah, y'all thank are so y'all for amazing. Coming in. Thank you for joining You're the conversation. So appreciate all your offerings and contributions. Um, again, this is Soundbikes International Radio. Black Consciousness is the claim. One world is the aim. We're great. coming to you every weekend. Let me just jump on Arik real quick. He said they get mad when you uh, get mad. Get They even get upset or offended when you point out white privilege or racism. Listen, well, there's a way to have... I, I don't know if he's talking about black people or if he's talking about white people. Are you talking about black people or white people? He said, hey, me. Um, I don't know if you're talking <laughs> about black people or white people. Actually, it sounds like you, you might be saying black people, but please, you know, please feel free to correct us in that. Um, because, because we know that that happens, too. Yeah, well, white black folks think <laughs> that they... Don't you ruffle the feathers. Don't you, yeah, they're don't the miracle you make Negroes. this thing hot? You're making it too hot. They, you're making it hot. They're the miracle yeah. Negroes. They don't want to, um, you know, talk about and address things. And I'm here to tell you, you will be standing out there all by yourself, holding down, holding the whole, what do you say, hold back, hold back the river? Yeah, I've been standing out there holding back the river like this, and ain't, like, ain't nobody coming through to check on your girl at all. 
Okay. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> this is coming, Cal. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, we get, we get ready to do it. We get ready to do it. White yeah, people. Oh, oh, yeah, white yeah, people. Oh, yeah, 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 well, yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, we also know. Yeah, it's a conversation that they're not it's really weird. having, so I don't approach it that way. A lot of them don't know it exists. I don't even, like I said, it's air to breathe. They don't, lot, see, it. They don't they see, really see it. They don't see it. They don't see it. Um, and they don't think it makes sense. And because they want to cloud their own conversation that they work hard to build whatever they got and they put in a little bit of stress or what have you. I have yet to meet a single white person that ever worked as hard as me, ever. Ever. And I know I know some white folks that to put in some work, but they definitely don't work as hard as me. Mm-hmm. And I know some black folks around here that's overworked and underpaid. I done seen it happen. Mm-hmm. I done seen how these folks, the one black person in the upper executive team that happens to be black, be running around here with their head cut off, sweat balls blowing down their face all the time because they just under so much strain. And they got black folks trying to curtail them and not doing a good job to make them look good and to keep their work tight so that they don't got to be clowning the board meeting with other white people. They got to keep their team in check, and they got to keep running around. He said, I've seen it. I've even been that person. Yeah. So it is what it is, family. We got work to do, and we need to get out of this gray area and come into some kind of self-discipline. That's a conversation that we are having, right? Yo, so you're not going to just come straight in the front door and talk about white privilege to white people. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get you nowhere. Being human, I don't, that's not how I approach that conversation. Because they're not even they're not even connected with what that even means. A lot of that when you when they hear that they think it means oh well, I'm not I'm not rich. That's not what it means. Yeah, they think it's not about it's not about money, and that, that's the thing about it. I ain't got no privilege. privilege either. Means income means capital assets and things like that. No, white privilege doesn't mean anything about rich. Actually, nothing to do with rich. What it means is that you have you your your white your your whiteness. Isn't one of the things that's impeding anything that's going on happening with you. for your life? It's all you. If you if you fucked up, it's all you. But at least you know the way white your whiteness is not what's contributing to that. Whereas a black person can do all the type of elevation in the world, jump over the moon and stars, still be considered nigger and knocked and off the face of the matter. planet and killed off just because they're black. And don't nobody even care. And that's the that's that's the the, the size of the coin of how white privilege works. So a lot of people, a lot of white people, don't even connect with that being. The base level of the de- of the definition of it of what it means, but being human is not about having that. In certain instances, you're not going to be able to have that direct conversation. I'm in many spaces where white folks are just not there; they're just not there entirely. Um, and it's a lot of different types of narratives around it. And then there are some people who are just not ready to have that type of conversation because they're not ready to take on to take on the uh, responsibility of being a, a change agent mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. because that is also another conversation. Here it is. I'm telling you, it's not a game. Mm-hmm. You know, and especially when you don't have that critical mass to back you up. Right. Because there are black conversations out here, but they're not African-centered conversations. And some of even the African-centered conversations, we got to check it with some of our leadership because some of them are still trying to matter using elitism and, 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 and you know, better than and, and more smarter con- than condescending and, and, and condescending pom- and paucity. Like, that don't work either. Like, Narcissism yeah, within the doing Af- that too. Just because you, you've gained some new knowledge doesn't mean that you, you are it. They're, still, they're not vibrating in Africa. Learning, they're not creating a warm growing. space. And then we have those people like, you know, we, you we, know? we we're all on our journeys. Like we're on we've been on our journey for years and we will be on our journey till we're dead. Until because there's always breath. something to learn about who we are, not only just as Africans, but as human beings. There's always something that's elevate, elevating, ele- evolving and changing constantly. constantly. Otherwise life would stop. So like, you know, we want to be responsible with our leadership, responsible with how we, we show up for ourselves, for our people within our communities every single day. And how we, 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 we disseminate information and words and, and actions because it matters. Especially like I said, we're relationship based people. So if you say something, I'm gonna be like, I'm you you mean that I'm shit. Wait, I'm, I'm rocking you. with you. 
and you, you and I'm fuck gonna, up. I'm gonna be with you. I got your back. You got some problems because you 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 betrayed my trust. And, and then I ain't got nothing that. else to say to you. We don't need that. I'm kind of done. Integrity needs to be at the utmost high. That that needs to be one of our priority conversations because yeah. we lack we're, we're lacking in that with each other. And then because we don't want to over. We and then what we want to do is we want to want to run over things that's like you know oh we just gonna overlook it. No. No, we're not gonna overlook it. We grown here. We grown here. You broke your contract. You need to address this. Yeah. Because what we're not going to do is we're not going to be in a battered relationship where we're going to keep coming back and forth. Or you're going to keep on dropping this ball and beating me up. Mm-hmm. And are we going to keep on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and going back and forth. We're not going to do that. What you're going to do is we're going to decompress on this thing and we're going to address that. We're going to move forward. Change some behavior. We're not going to sit here and say, oh, it's been two years. Let's just pretend that it never happened. No. That doesn't work. Because I'm too grown for that. I used to do that when I didn't know no better. Two years later, guess what? Hey, it's still here. You didn't dress it. So, what's up? And guess what? Shame oh, shit, on me when go. it happened again. <laughs> like, no. Shame on you. Step and in it and Shame move on me. Come on. Step in it. Take it as an opportunity to evolve yourself and, and grow yourself in a way that you build up a resistance to the mm-hmm, foolishness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because integrity is a powerful thing, and so is transparency. Gotcha. If you can mechanize those two, Ooh, oh, you done hit something. Child. Humanity, transparency, and integrity, family. Mm. You on the way. Okay, listen, Carol is talking about right, her Carol, song. Okay, we're going to get into the song. Brother Arik says, the wise man who knows anything knows he knows nothing. I say that's Boom, there you go. That's it. There's always something more to learn. Oh, man, so, it's and, vast and landscape. Close out the conversation. Family. Thank you, everybody that's contributing. Um, that's been contributing to the conversation. Oh, yes, really appreciate y'all. We really appreciate um, you always exchanging the feedback. This is what it's about. This is how you have the conversation. We can't physically touch you. Even before this, if you're from another state, we have you can't physically be with you, but we appreciate being with you in this virtual way to share with you and feed off of you and build with you and hopefully you know we can both walk away with some value before this these clips end. Give thanks. Um, so we appreciate y'all here at Soundbites International Radio again. For those that have Spotify, please follow us on Spotify now, Soundbites International Radio. Um, you put Soundbites International in, I'm sure it should just come up. Um, but follow us. We're on Spotify now. You can look back at all our past episodes, um, and, and we're still adding, adding, adding. And you know, it's we 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 we'd love for you to continue the journey with us and like see you know where the conversation has been, and where it's going, because you don't you don't know where you're going to. You Fortify, know you've been. Repetition. So. We hope you we enjoy that. Fortify this thing. It's not a Shit. one-time conversation. It's a consistent, everyday, every day, bit by bit practice. Until is until until the, the fight is won. Um, so we we thank you for joining us. I please share. share the broadcast again. Please follow us on on Spotify. Um, like and share our pages and just be with us, family. Every week, Monday at nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, we're here on Facebook Live, um, and we're Live here, family. Eight so we're gonna get into Carol's bedtime story. Shouts out yes. to Carol. Shouts out to again to our brother. Um, we love Naeem, you, family. Listen, we're gonna play our song. Nine bricks, a brother. What is this dictionary? You better go away. Um, we're, gonna give you we're gonna lift you up um, with something right now. Let's do it, family. Um, AJ Throwback and myself. But I am moving the power. I am every day. We see self actualization. Um, standing in, in, in the power of who you are. Get has you. Move better within the within the universe within the within your human landscape. We yeah, get thanks. that, people. So, um, one love, Soundbox International. See you next week, y'all. Which makes people ask, "Who sent you?" I tell them I am. They tell me that's a cute affirmation, but it's not an answer. I reply, "Listen again. My affirmation is your answer." It's the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. 
Here the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more never love less. I love me more never love less. Turn million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of Chocolate mofo, yo. Anytime I'm on GoPro, never go high home growth. Let the spots with a coke so low. Cause this is what foul morale so flow. So I pissed it fast, pitch it slow. Till the cows call home, bro. It didn't make sense. I was told as a child I wouldn't be shit. Revenge on my mind, start flipping the script. They fed me lies, started puking that shit. They treated me different, I embraced that shit. You know the ones that be closest to you to be the family ties. Sacred bonds, seeing plenty murder, dirty, dirty service, little cuz, cock up with a dirty burn up. But better believe me a thousand percent but i achieve what i was sitting again i couldn't resist killing these niggas with their toxinness without a pop and piss over monotonous told myself i couldn't rock with this hanging with goofies couldn't get rich true blood suckers couldn't see bliss couldn't see shits kiss cold face nigga nigga they're wrong i ain't regurgitating percolating singing the same song i'm blessed all day long Say I'm washed. Well, they're absolutely right. I am washed. As in washed, cleansed, and purified of the nonsense they tried to attest to my context. I am resilient. I am more than a survivor. I am a thriver. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of Surprised that I ain't lost my mind. Had to take setbacks and learn to weak setbacks. That those I gave jetpacks that no planes don't fly. Now I'm in no space, so wasting my time. Focus my goals into shift paradigms. My get up and go to keep my folks from dying. So I'm in the road with a goal that's refined. Yeah, body with a mean vision. Reflected from every angle through a clean prism. Dark matter reflecting intact, the color was gray. When I lost my mother, found peace inside my queen. And I leaned in on my brothers. Yeah, thoughts were shaping up the grand scheme. I done wrestled to the mat, all my damn demons. In a matter of time, became a champion. Now my everyday marches to do the damn thing. So my aims Pack out of the arena, inspire the future leaders with every line of deliverers. The guards and our believers do what they can't conceive us. Love what we do and leave us. Brick, they never see us. Woo! God damn, I'm feeling good, mother. Fuck what they say. I'm doing what they never would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a grasp on your life, yeah. Pay many sacrificial prices. Body, I'm done playing nice, yeah. They go to recognize who the nice is. From the north to the southeast. Kicking a deserving lane, share about seats. I'm aligned with it, man. You cannot be. Say anything I want, yeah. Turn up! Man, I ain't talking in terms of I wish, I want to, or even I will anymore. Only things I proclaim my I do, I have, and I am. I do as my ancestors instruct. I have all I need to affect change, and I am a living magnification of God. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny that. Hear the proof in the high hat. Eternal reflection, I digress. I love me more, never love less. I love me more, never love less. Turn up, turn up. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Look deep inside, yeah, you be the blessing. Million dollar dreams, yeah, how I manifest it. Anything I want, yeah, turn up. This is the power of I am. This is the greatness of I am. Look at the strength that I have. None of the truth can deny the power of.